Welcome to Accelerate Your Business Growth, where we're exploring all sorts of business topics. Experts from around the world join me, your host, Diane Helbig, for a conversation where they share their expertise with all of you. Take what you need, when you need it. Featured on Inc.com, Forbes, and MSNBC's Your Business, this podcast is recognized as one of the best podcasts for small business, sales, leadership, social media, and more. When it comes to business, Accelerate Your Business Growth has got it covered. And now on with the show. My guest today is Shannon Kirkendall. Shannon is the ultimate female entrepreneur on a mission to empower other boss babes. She's the brains behind Link Her In LLC, a company that helps small businesses with their marketing needs. Shannon is a fractional CMO, LinkedIn trainer, lead generation strategist, and digital marketing partner. She's also a travel addict, having visited 22 countries in just two years. Thanks so much for being here today, Shannon. Thank you, Diane, for having me. I'm thrilled to have you here. We're going to be talking about LinkedIn, and it's such a you know important thing, and so many people don't get it. Um, so I want to start just like at the basics and ask you about the profile. So would you share with the listeners what their LinkedIn profile should look like? So if you are using LinkedIn or if you want to use LinkedIn and you are a business looking for other businesses to become clients, so LinkedIn's going to be the place for your B2B audience. All right. If okay. you are looking for a job, that's going to be different. You would use LinkedIn as basically your digital resume. But with what I do and what I help people with, and I help other businesses. So I'm a B2B and I work with other B2Bs. So what I typically will tell them when it comes to your personal profile, it should be an extension of your website. When you are actively looking for new clients and you reach out to connect with somebody, the first thing they're going to do is they're going to check out your profile. If they don't know who you are or what you do within the first three seconds of visiting your profile, then your profile is not optimized for them. All right. They're going to leave your profile and likely not connect with you. So make sure that your profile is a representation of you, but also your website. All right. So take advantage of the background headers. So there's a header behind your profile picture. It's a great opportunity. Use it as a billboard. Ask a question that addresses a pain point and help get attention to your business. Uh, there's another area to take advantage of, and that is right underneath your name. Most people just let it default to what LinkedIn puts in there, which is they take the information from your company information or your work history and say founder of and then your business name. This area is a great place to, again, ask a different question that addresses a different pain point and then let people know how they how you can help. Uh, and then your about section should be the first part should be, again, take information from your website, but at the bottom, then put some information about yourself. Great. Yeah. Now, talk to me about the picture, the pro, not the header, uh, you know, not the banner space behind, but the profile picture. Your profile picture should just be you. 
It shouldn't be with you with other people. It shouldn't be full body. It needs to be literally from your, just above your chest bone, your shoulders and your head. All right. And professional. All right. No funny faces. I know some people think that's cute, um, but people, you know, they want to do business with people. So a, a nice face shot it will do you really well. You can, there's tools like Canva where you can remove the background and put a really pretty color, maybe some, a color that has to do with your brand. And that will help garner attention um, on your profile. It also, if it's a bright enough color, could stop somebody in the feed because they notice that color and then maybe something you've posted. Ah, okay. Yeah, that's great. Thank you. Now, uh, so there's also confusion with this creator mode, because like people get followers instead of connections, even though you can connect, but you know, whatever, but what is creator mode and who should be using it? So creator mode is what allows LinkedIn to serve the content that you're posting into the feed. It allows it to show more people. And then you have the ability to go back in and take a look at your analytics. So, uh, I usually keep a spreadsheet of when I, you know, basically where I'm starting at. And then each week I'll keep track of my new connections, new followers, um, how many people viewed my post, how many people did a search for me. All right. So how your profile is optimized also gives LinkedIn the ability to put it out there and let you know how many people are actually searching for services like yours. All right, you get creator mode will give you all of that information. Um, with regards to following, so when you turn on creator mode, you it, creator mode will give you access to some other features. Following is one of those features. You have to click on the following option in order for when people want to connect, they just follow with you. And I, hopefully, I'm making that's making sense, but. It's not automatic. Like you can turn on creator mode and the follow button, like the connect button button isn't going to turn into a follow button. Oh, All right. You okay. have to actively implement the follow button in order for that to happen. Oh. I think in the past that may have been the case. That is no longer the case. So you, so when you turn on creator mode, you get the option of, do you want a follow button or do you want a connect button? I see. I did not know that. Okay. Um, some other things that creator mode will turn on are newsletters. Newsletters are a great way to build an audience that is engaged with your content. Um, the cool thing about newsletters is not only does the newsletter go out on LinkedIn, but everybody who is subscribed to your newsletter will receive that newsletter in their email inbox in the updates folder if you're using G Suites. Wow. Okay. So I, yeah, I, I did not understand this whole newsletter thing. Newsletters. Um, a lot of people don't understand. There's a huge, huge benefit to them. Um, in fact, instead of an opt-in on my website, I actually have an image of my LinkedIn newsletter and I just say, it just says subscribe to in the feed and all they have to do is click on the button and then my uh, subscription page on LinkedIn will sh show up and then they click another button. I don't have to worry about collecting emails. Now, granted, 
if I was building a list outside of LinkedIn, then yes, I would definitely want to collect their emails. But when you're just getting started and you don't have a, an email list, this is a great way to get started because eventually you send enough of these newsletters out and you have enough of a following. You can easily send another newsletter promoting a free gift to get people to opt in. I see. Wow. Okay. Th that's great. Now, <laughs> I swear to God, I had no idea. I mean, I yeah. saw it and people are asking me to subscribe to their newsletters and what's not, but I, I wasn't wrapping my head around it. So thanks. Now, yeah, make it easy. Yeah. Yeah. So let's, let's sort of pull from there to posting. So my question is how frequently, what kinds of things, you know, just, just in general, what should, how should we be maximizing that opportunity? So if you're going to start generating content and putting up posts on a regular basis on LinkedIn, highly recommend you make sure that you turn on creator mode before you do that so that you can, you can see the metrics of how your content is performing. So when it comes to posting on LinkedIn, the common myth, misconception is you have to post every day in order to get anywhere. That's absolutely false. You do not have to post content every day. But if you do want to stand out, you do need to create a schedule and you need to be consistent with your schedule. All right. So if so for me, I post Monday, Wednesday and Friday, and I have been consistently doing that since March of last year. Prior to that, I wasn't very consistent. But, you know, when you're building a business, you start to realize there's things that you that need to be part of your administrative activities to keep your business and bring awareness to it. And so posting content on LinkedIn is one of those activities. So I, uh, for me, I just like to do, I like to post value. I like to give people ideas and ways to optimize LinkedIn. And then as far as the image I use, I just use a candid picture. Um, those still work really well on LinkedIn is just that picture of yourself or, or with people. Um, it lets people into kind of like your personality and the things that you enjoy doing. Um, like you'll find pictures with like, I have friends that live out in the country and we interact with their chickens. So I've got some, you know, a couple really great chicken pictures, um, rooster pictures, things like that. So, you know, you want to make that part of it fun. But the other kinds of things that stand out are videos. So creating an explainer video about something that you're doing offers a lot of value. And with creator mode turned on allows you to see how many people actually viewed that video and how far into the video they, they went. Uh, there are also like you could create PDF documents and create kind of like a slideshow and you can have as many pages in that PDF document to create a slideshow as you want. So a lot of people do that. Hmm. Uh, you know, it gets people to stop in the feed and then they have the ability to download that document to save it as a resource. Um, so there's there's quite, you know, when it comes to the image or creating a poll or creating a slide or, or just, you know, adding a picture, you just want something that's going to stand out and stop them in the scroll. I also recommend when you're posting on LinkedIn, LinkedIn will allow you to see the first two lines of your post. Make those two lines count. Make those two lines something that's going to be like, oh, okay, I'm intrigued. I want to know the rest of that sentence so that they hit the read more button. Ah. Uh. 
Yeah, that's interesting. Okay. Now, while we're on this topic, um, what is post and ghost? So post and ghost is when you put up a post and then you leave LinkedIn in hopes that you're going to get engagement and um, in hopes that you're going to get engagement. Basically, you are the person that is taking from LinkedIn instead of giving to LinkedIn. It's ah. about engagement is about reciprocity. All right. I engage with your content. You should they in turn, the person that you've engaged with should engage in, with your content. It doesn't always work that way. Yeah. But that's typically like ideally you don't want to post and ghost like put your post up. If anything, spend 10 minutes. All right. Spend 10 minutes scrolling through your feed and leaving a comment or reaction to someone else's post. All right. Like do like a five, five and five, leave five reactions, leave five comments um, and go look at five people's profiles. Because if you have if you have paid to be a premium member of LinkedIn, you get notifications of who's viewed your profile, which is pretty cool because you can see who's looking at you. I get 15 to 25 profile views a day from different people. Well, let's so. talk about the premium LinkedIn. Should everyone yeah. have it or are there particular people and time? And what about the different, you know, their sales navigator? Like, how do you know? So I use sales, Nav sales navigator core because I have more options for searching for my ideal, pro you know, my ideal customer. Uh, you have an area where you can really build out your target audience so you've got standard LinkedIn, which is free. And when it comes to targeting your audience there, you only have 17 filters and you cannot save the search unless you do something cool like bookmark the search, then you have it saved. Mm -hmm. But I think a lot of people forget about the bookmark yeah. feature yeah. Um, to do that. Core uh, premium. So sales, I think it's just the premium LinkedIn they give you, I want to say about 20, 25 filters to help you really dig into who you, it is that you want to connect with. And then Sales Navigator Core has 33. And with Sales Navigator Core, I can really hone in on, you know, what's their yearly revenue? How many people are working at the organization? Because uh, those things really matter to me. I can also target who's posted content on LinkedIn within the last 30 days. It's something else that's important to me because that tells me they're active. Wow. That's a good one. So, and rumor has it mm -hmm. that LinkedIn is really going to start pushing people into purchasing their premium services. Now, here's the thing with going with buying their premium services. LinkedIn is going to be less likely to bite the hand that feeds it. All right. So if you're using a free version of LinkedIn, and you are massively DMing people, be prepared for your account to get shut down. And they won't <laughs> and they won't let you back in. All right. You'll lose your account. So if you want to really take advantage of LinkedIn and all that it has to offer, I highly recommend that you upgrade to one of the premium versions. And the regular premium, not the sales navigator one, will be just fine if you're just getting started. Um, I pay about hundred dollars a month. For Sales Navigator Core, I think premium is probably like $60 a month. Okay. So, okay. but it's it's worth it if LinkedIn is going to be the source 
that you're using to bring awareness to your business. Right. All right. People, what they don't understand, the most of most of your budget is about bringing awareness. Like your marketing budget is going to go into bringing awareness to your business. It's not right. going to be to generate leads. It, you know, it is about letting people know, Hey, I'm here. <laughs> Come work with me. Yeah. So, and I think people forget that, you know, you're going to spend anywhere from $2,000 on up to $10,000 in a year just to bring awareness to your business. And for some, the businesses that are doing really well, they're probably spending $100,000 a year to bring awareness, if not more. So um, let's talk about that, um, how to connect with people. You know, so so you're creating awareness, which is great. Um, but there's all these people out there connecting or using InMail to solicit people, but you know, without relationship building, without really doing the research and really knowing anything about them. Like they're not using the LinkedIn services effectively. They're they're just sort of you know throwing it on the wall to see what sticks. Exactly. Yeah. It's the spray and pray. Yeah. Um, and the constant spamming. Um, if the first message I get from somebody isn't a thanks for connecting, if they go right into and they've got five paragraphs about yeah. you know who they are and what they do, yeah. I don't care. Too long. Didn't read. I don't care. You've completely lost me. Yeah. Like right. that is not the way to go in and do this. So many people do that. Um, I've gotten to a point where I've tried, tried out a little bit of like my reply in a coaching way. Yeah. <laughs> kind of explain to them. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it backfires. They don't, you know, they really don't like it when I do that, it, but I don't care. I'm about, you know, like if you want this, if you want LinkedIn to work for you, there is a very nuanced approach and part of that approach is not spraying and praying. Like yeah. don't, don't spam me with your stuff. Um, typically what I will do, um, my campaigns with the stuff that I do for my clients, my campaigns typically are about anywhere from five to six messages that go out over a 40 day period. All right. And you're probably thinking, God, that's so long. You know what? That's how long it takes to nurture somebody. Yeah. That's how long it takes to build a relationship with somebody just hitting them up with a, hey, this is who I am and this is what we do. Would you like to learn more? For no. some people, yeah, it works. But for most people, it doesn't. All right. For most people, they're going to say this is spam and they're going to report you to LinkedIn. Yeah. So why put yourself in that situation? So I always start with when I'm inviting people to connect. Um, I always say, you know, when they accept that invitation, I say, thank you. I do not pitch them on anything. It's a thank you. Um, and if there's anybody within my network they would like an introduction to, let me know. I'm happy to, to facilitate that. So that's that's how I started off. And then I'll wait a couple weeks and I send a next message. And I the only thing I do is I ask them a question. I You know, like one of my things is, do you have creator mode turned on? A lot of people don't. Some people yeah. do. The ones that don't, I have an explainer video that I posted a week ago. And I usually post the same kind of video every year at the beginning of the year. So I've got a new video and then I send that, send that to them. I'm providing value. All right. In hopes to start a conversation. Um, if it starts a conversation and they're interested, I remove them from the campaign. 
There's no lead, no longer any need to try and nurture them through the campaign because now we're having a genuine conversation. Right. If, if my question from the previous message didn't spark anything, then I'm going to wait a couple weeks again. I'm going to send a different question. All right. Yeah. And these questions all have to do with my services in order to help them. All right. I don't need to say this is what I do. And this is, this is every, you know, it's like, I don't even put in a link to my calendar. All right. Yeah. In, in my signature. So I do, I do have a signature and it's real simple. It's my name, my, my founder information and my website, my website metadata is set up so that what, this is what I refer to as a soft sell. So when I send that message, LinkedIn will pull in my net metadata and what I, what shows up is my logo and then the name of my business. And then it just says LinkedIn lead gener or LinkedIn content creation and lead generation. That's it. All right. I don't have to sell my services because I know my signature is going to do it. All right. But what I'm doing is starting a conversation and a lot of people like my name, the name of my business. So that also starts a conversation. Yeah. Yeah. I really like this. I'm so glad we're having this conversation because I don't think people realize like the damage that they're doing by trying to explain who they are and, and with their calendar link and, and all of that when it, you, you haven't nurtured the relationship yet. And, and what I'm hearing from you is you're asking questions that have to do with what you do, but you're not asking it in a way that is salesy. Exactly. Right? You're exactly. asking them a question. You've got an explainer video. You're you're not trying to it's it just it has a whole different feel to it. You wanna the goal is you want the people that you're working with, like you want them to be the hero, all right, of their story. All right. And this kind of plays into like story branding, right? yeah. And you know, the storytelling about what you do. And so I just want to let them know that, Hey, there's some things out there that could be better or that you can make better. You know, it's up. I want really, I wanted them to feel like, Hey, all right, I'm going to her website. Um, I'm reading all of the information. This sounds really good to me. I'm interested in booking a call. It all needs to come from them, not me pushing. Right. Hey, do you want to learn more? Now that's not to say that at the end of my campaign, I don't push a little harder because I do. But at the, you know, but those first three, four messages that people receive from me, I'm asking them a question. Yeah. I don't push anything until towards the end of my campaign. And by that time, those people haven't engaged with my campaign. The ones that get to the end of it are the ones that haven't engaged. All right. right. And so I'm always focused on the ones that have engaged. Right. And every right. no is a next. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, so here's another, what the heck is this and should I be bothering with it? And that is LinkedIn pods. Yes. Um, so pods are an engagement group and pods are really great at helping your content get more attention and stand out in the feed. And so pods are really great. The thing with pods is you don't want the pod to be on LinkedIn, meaning don't create a group, call it a LinkedIn pod, and then start posting your content in there for everybody to go and engage with. All right. LinkedIn's going to shut it down because okay. LinkedIn, all the social media channels do not like pods. Oh, they, okay. they feel like you're trying to trick the algorithm. 
really what a pod is doing is it's help boosting the engagement of your post without paying for ads. And that's what you want. Oh, all right. I use, I use, I use a pod. Um, And there's several different, um, some people will have their own personal pods where they house everything on WhatsApp and they charge about two fifty a month for that. Um, and then there are tools, online tools that you can use um, and that will help get that engagement. I think that it's worth it because it shows activity to your profile and it gets more eyes on your content. 95% of the people that are going to come to you have never engaged with your stuff. They won't ever engage to it. They're the lurkers. All right. Yeah. That's And so, but... The lurkers, when they see, you know what? Shannon gets a lot of engagement and she engages because that's the other thing. I can't be in a pod and not engage with the other people that are posting or that are commenting on my on my posts. Right. All right. And so and the uh, other thing about pods, it's the reciprocity thing. Yeah. You know, I post on your or I comment on yours. You comment on mine. And it's about being thoughtful. All right. Like make the comments thoughtful. Don't yeah. make them, you know, like don't just go in there and say, thanks for sharing. Yeah. Like, don't do that. <laughs> that, that. There's no value with that. No. So if you can provide value to their post, provide value. Also, never, ever, ever. I got to say this really loudly. Never, ever, ever promote your stuff in someone else's po- uh, post. Yeah. I've had two people give me a really nice comment and then right underneath it, promote their stuff. Wow. That is big. No, no, don't do that. That is so classless. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, mean, I even had a gentleman go as far as to write a post on for him promoting, like he was tagged. He tagged me in the post promoting me and the content that I was providing then went and commented on my post and promoted his stuff. Wow. Yeah. So like, don't do that. Yeah. Like, if I had known that that was what he was going to do, I wouldn't have engaged with his post. Yeah. Right. So. Right. That is, that's bad. Like, yeah. don't do that people. Um, thankfully I don't see it very often, but I'm going to tell you right now, if I do see it on mine, I'm going to delete it. Yeah. And then I'm going to, then I'm going to disconnect from you and I'm going to block you. Cause yeah. that's not, is that, right. that just, that's not okay for me. I would never go and promote my stuff on your posts. Yeah. You know, like I would never, ever do that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great point because people, I don't know if they're being taught that, that that's Someone's a good idea. It. I, right. Someone's teaching it. Yeah. Someone's teaching it and they think it's a good idea. No, bad, bad, <laughs> bad, bad, bad. <laughs> That's why you're here, Shannon. Thank you. You can tell how passionate I get about this. No stuff. doubt. I love it. I, you know, you don't care about this at all. Wait, I'm pretty much sure you do. Oh my gosh. This is so helpful. I really appreciate you spending this time with us because. Oh, you, absolutely. And, and sharing, you know, so passionately because we need to know this stuff. So yeah. Tell the listeners how they can find you, please. So you can find me on LinkedIn. Um, if you go to, you can find my link her in page. 
Um, and then you can find me at Shannon T. Kirkendall and Kirkendall is K-U-Y-K-E-N-D-A-L-L. Uh, not at all like it sounds. Um, <laughs> so all. those are the two places to find me. Or you can visit my website at linkherin.com. Cool. And uh, yeah, reach out and connect. I offer a couple different services. Um, I can either do it for you or I can do it with you with guidance and support. Um, the done with you is a lot less expensive as my done for you. Um, yeah. My goal of bringing in a done with you service was so that I could open the doors to help more people. My goal this year is to help 100 people really nail it with LinkedIn this year. And so this done with you with guidance and support is just, I feel like the program that a lot of people will really need. That's so great. Thank you. Thanks for all you're doing to help improve, you know, this part of the world, loving it. Thank you, Diane. I appreciate that. Absolutely. I really love what I do. I, I know. Do. I can tell. Yeah, it's great. You're very knowledgeable. So thanks for sharing with the listeners and thanks for what you're doing. And uh, speaking of listeners, listeners, thank you. You are who we're doing this for. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Accelerate Your Business Growth, a production of Evergreen Podcasts. Discover more episodes of this podcast and explore others at evergreenpodcast.com. As always, continue to prosper and be curious. And if you're looking to get your sales strategy headed in the right direction, pick up a copy of Succeed Without Selling on Amazon or wherever books are sold. Until we meet again on another episode of Accelerate Your Business Growth, goodbye and good day. My name is Cindy Burnett, and each week I interview at least two traditionally published authors on my podcast, Thoughts from a Page. We talk spoiler-free about their books, so you can listen whether you have read the book or not. And then we delve into things that you most likely won't hear about anywhere else. The importance of the cover design, why they included various aspects of the story, personal details about both the books and the author's lives, and so much more. You can find the podcast on every major platform and learn more about it on my website, thoughtsfromapage.com. Thanks so much for checking it out.